Hello. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Addicted Us tonight. Um, I hope you enjoy it. If you do, uh, make sure to like it or comment or any of those other things that they tell you to do with podcasts. (laughs) Okay, so on with today's episode. We're going to take a bit of a break from all of the intense history after our mammoth timeline session in the last couple of episodes. Uh, And we're going to do another film review today. And I am going to talk to you about Bridget Jones' Diary. So, uh, basic information first. Um, This film was released by Miramax in 2001, based on the book by Helen Fielding. And it follows Bridget Jones as she diaries her life, uh, in particular her relationships with uh, her boss, Daniel Cleaver, and another man called Mark Darcy stars a whole host of wonderful actors, uh, including Rennie Zellweger, Colin Firth, Hugh Grant, Jim Broadbent, Gemma Jones, Celia Imrie, Shirley Henderson, James Callis and Sally Phillips. It's a really big cast, they're a lot of powerful actors and it, they just give such wonderful performances in this film. Now, I'm sure that a lot of you have seen this film. It is mandatory viewing in the United Kingdom. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it right now. Pause this podcast, go on YouTube or Amazon or Netflix or whatever, go and watch it and then come back. I will give you uh, a little bit of time to go and do that right now. Okay, now everyone is caught up and we all know what we're talking about. Let's get into the good stuff. So this film is just marvellous. <laughs> There's not much more you can say, really. It is just a marvellous film, whether you're watching it uh, from a Jane Austen perspective or not. Uh, but Ellen Fielding, who wrote the novel that the film is based on, has multiple times in multiple interviews talked about how Bridget Jones is based on Pride and Prejudice and particularly the 1995 film as well. And Bridget Jones' diary, the film, does share um, some connections with the 1995 film. Um, Obviously, Colin Firth was in both uh, playing Mr. Darcy both times. Uh, the rumour has it that he took on the role of Mark Darcy in Bridget Jones's diary so that he could lampoon his Darcy from 1995 and sort of shake off the character a little bit. Unfortunately, Colin, I think you're stuck with this now for the rest of your life. Oh, bless his heart, but it is an iconic role. Uh, the other connection to 1995's Pride and Prejudice is that Bridget Jones' Diary, uh, the film, was co-written by Andrew Davis, who wrote the 1995 adaptation as well. But there are obviously some less superficial connections as well. Um, Obviously, it's not a straight 
copy, it's not a straight adaptation of Pride and Prejudice in the modern day. Um, it sort of focuses on the Elizabeth Darcy Wickham relationship, um, here represented by Bridget Mark Darcy and Daniel Cleaver. But it also manages to keep that wit and that humour that is so present in Pride and Prejudice, and it keeps that wonderfully sharp comment about society and about the ridiculous nature of society. Um, here, sort of, you can see it through the obsessions in Bridget's diary with her weight and her alcohol and her smoking. Um, so it sort of translates over into the modern day, which is actually a very impressive feat. Um, I once had a discussion with my friend about doing modern adaptations of Jane Austen's novels, and she made this comment that if you tried to straight adapt one of Jane Austen's novels to the modern day, you would end up with something sort of akin to The Only Way is Essex um, and things like that, because it is just a lot of rich people with not a lot to do other than to have relationships with one another. And she's not exactly wrong about that. I mean, if you took Pride and Prejudice, for example, or even Emma is a better example, um, it is just rich people with lots of money, no jobs and nothing to do other than to create relationships and ways to amuse themselves. Of course, this is all perfectly normal, perfectly acceptable in the context of when Pride and Prejudice and Emma were, were written. But society has changed a lot since then and it doesn't really translate as well uh, in the modern day. And this is where Bridget Jones is so brilliant because it takes the key issues at the heart of Pride and Prejudice and transposes them into a modern context. For example, um, Bridget's desire to find a, a boyfriend um, or a husband, whereas Elizabeth was under pressure because she had no brothers and the house would go to her cousins and she needed to support her family. For Bridget, it is more about sort of societal pressures and her, her mother is still sort of going on about how she's 30 and doesn't have a partner and all that sort of thing. Um, but you can see the, the slight distinction between the driving factors between Elizabeth uh, and Bridget and how they have transposed this into a modern sense. And they did this as well with the Darcy-Wickham conflict too. In the original Pride and Prejudice, um, the main issue is when Mr Wickham um, tries to marry Darcy's sister Georgiana because she is in line to inherit a lot of money from her father and could help him out uh, financially. In Bridget Jones, obviously, you know, women have their own agency these days. They are allowed to inherit um, and do what they want 
you don't have to sort of rely on the brother to keep an eye on her um, and arrange her marriages and things like that. Um, so instead of Daniel Cleaver sleeping with Mark Darcy's sister, they changed it up and they he had an affair with Mark Darcy's wife instead. And that is arguably a more personal slight to a modern day Darcy than it would be if he had misled his sister for example I mean obviously it still would have hurt but at the end of the day Georgiana would have been her own person able to make her own mistakes that sort of thing and for a modern relationship cheating and extramarital relations are really the ultimate blow that can ruin a friendship and a relationship as well so I think it was really clever the way they did that and sort of changed it up a bit to fit more modern conceptions and more modern societal rules as well so the other thing that Bridget Jones does that really makes me happy other than um you know transposing jane for a modern audience is that i finally get some closure because we all know in pride and prejudice that if you could have mr darcy would have punched mr wickham right in his smug little face and with bridget jones diary we finally get that closure and we get to see that uh, in the fight that happens at the end between Mark Darcy and Daniel Cleaver and I am just I'm so happy <laughs> to see that it really sort of fulfillment of everything that you wish had happened in Pride and Prejudice. The film also has a, an iconic soundtrack I am sure that I'm not alone in having cried into a tub of Ben and Jerry's and sang all by myself when I've been feeling a bit down. And uh, Jerry Halliwell's version of It's Raining Meant to Accompany That Fight is just delightful. <laughs> also, it is a really well shot film. It looks great. Um, they really outdone themselves with this film and I, I really think it is just a brilliant film all round regardless of Jane Austen connections or anything else it is just a fantastic film and with the added Jane Austen connection it's just wonderful so uh, now comes the time where I give it my addicted Austenite score and uh, it's been an few episodes since I did a film so I'll just remind you quickly of how my scoring works um instead of being dull and boring and doing five stars or ten out of ten I have decided to score my film reviews out of a possible eight because there are eight Austin children including Jane so um I think the last film I did Austin Land I gave a Francis which would have been uh, sort of a six which is really really good um and with Bridget Jones Diary I think I'm gonna have to go even better and give this one a Charles a top score of eight out of eight Austins because this is just such a, a fantastic film it is a really clever way of bringing Jane Austen into a modern audience and it is so 
quotable and there are so many memorable moments and it's such a an indelible part of particularly British culture as well just like its source material and that concludes my review of Bridget Jones Diary the Pride and Prejudice inspired film I really hope you've enjoyed this episode um give it a like drop me a comment drop me a tweet whatever you like um let me know what you thought about this episode what is your favorite part of Bridget Jones Diary uh, I know I have a few favorite moments um tune in next week uh, we'll be back to the history again we're going to start looking at Jane's personal history now now that we've sort of cemented ourselves in in where we are in British history we're going to start looking at where Jane fits into all of this as well and do keep an ear out because I've got a Valentine's special planned which I'm really excited about I'm going to be giving you a little hint next week about what that's going to entail so listen out for that so thank you so much for for listening to this episode of the addicted austin i i'm really loving putting this podcast together and i really hope you're enjoying it as well uh, and as ever happy reading your faithful servant the author <laughs>